0: And basically lit my first floor into my roof.
1: What? Were you guys in there?
0: We were, but it's a funny story because I had it just... It doesn't co-
1: sound funny.
0: <laughs> no. You ever gone to FitCon? I've gone to FitCon and I walked right the hell out because I was like, what <laughs> the shit? Everybody's wearing little tube tops and yeah. skinny shorts and skin tight yeah. shit. Go. Let's go. I'm like, I'm I, know, right? <laughs> I know, right? I know.
1: So yeah. why, did it, why did it take uh, prison to find God?
0: Uh, I don't know if it took it to find God but it definitely happened while I was there. I think I just had a lot of influence and I was I was I was dead broke in my brain, 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 brain. Up with in the car because <laughs> I was rattling off a vent session that went about a hundred miles an hour so. She, she speaks so crazy fast. Crazy are going to have a a competition.
1: battle, a battle. That's right. Mm. Tonabone. And you said so, you, were, <laughs> you said you lived in uh, Washington.
0: I did for fifteen years. I lived in Seattle. I, I came lived. back here. My house exploded. I lost everything. Oh. I had to move back in with my folks. Hold up. I know. I'm, tellin', up, I'm telling. I'm telling you. Up. It's book shit.
1: Hold up. I'm not so, lying. I got Tana and I got Show Call, uh, New Motion Productions, and I don't. What what what's your business?
0: Utah Cannabis United.
1: Okay, we're uh-huh. gonna be talking about uh, the Expo that's coming up, but before we get there, <laughs> your house exploded. Yeah. What happened?
0: Um. In short, on the street that I lived, everybody's furnace was in a downstairs crawl space. But the crawl space was like tall enough to where you could walk in it, but it was still considered a crawl space. And so I had a furnace from like 1920. That still lit up with fire along the bottom, and it was a gas furnace. And so there was a gas leak, and once it filled up that entire bottom of the house, once the bottom of the furnace lit up, it went kaboom and basically lit my first floor into my
1: roof. What were you guys in there?
0: We were, but it's a funny story because I had just it
1: doesn't b- sound funny. <laughs> 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 well, it's, no. I, I know I shouldn't it, say it that. It sounds explosive. My brain's
0: fried. Um, so <laughs> I was putting all my kids to bed and my boyfriend's daughter was with me at the time too. Cause he was out on a, out to sea and I laid them all down. I went to my room, which was an addition to the house, mind you. So that floor was not below me. It was below all my kids, but I was over to the side. And so I went and I laid them all down. I went upstairs, posted something about like fishing to my dad, needed a drink, went back downstairs real quick before I was going to go to bed. And I smelled gasoline. Which is really weird because it doesn't have anything to do with natural gas, right? So I get my oldest up and I'm like, dude, Lexi, help me find where this smell is coming from. And we're sitting here and we're putzing around. And I thought that a gas can had tipped over because I used to work on lifted Jeeps at the time, like on my own. It was pretty dope. Uh, It got so bad that it was burning our eyes and our throats as we were looking around the house. And so I just decided to get all the kids out. I didn't know what it was, but I knew the fumes weren't going to be good for us to sit there and breathe in. And so we go next door to my friend Lori's house, who was my office manager where I worked. And I was like, Lori, there's a weird smell. I got a call. I called the gas company. No, I called the fire department first and then had them on the way. And then I called the gas company. And that's when it went cuckoo. Oh,
1: my God. And all
0: her windows rattled. And so the next day, the heating and air company came to check out what was going on and why it happened. And they told me point blank that they told my landlord to stop using that unit, that they had red tagged it over and over. But he just kept taking the red tag off. Let us move in and use it. And I'm like, well, can you get that on paper? And they're like, well, we can try. And so I called him for the proof. And they're like, well, you're not the owner. You can't have that. So I called the landlord. And I'm like, what's this about they're telling me that you knew about this? Like, I'm going to sue your ass because you knew about this. Like, why are you putting people at risk like that?
1: Yeah, that's a scumbag. They
0: never told me about that. They never did that. And I'm like, send me the invoices then. So he's like, okay. And he sent me the invoices. And on the bottom of like three or four of them, it said unsafe to operate. Do not use this unit. So he actually proved my case for me. I sued him in small claims court because I didn't have time to sue him in big kid court or money. Took my five grand and came to Utah with my Jeep full of shit.
1: Oh Damn, my gosh. That's
0: crazy.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So how long have you been living in Utah?
0: I've been here since 2012.
1: Okay. So re- recent. You're not too far.
0: Yeah, but I lived here before. So I've bounced back and forth between Utah, California, Utah, and Washington, Utah, and everywhere else. But we always, my family wound back up in Utah and then they planted here in 97 I ended up leaving, going to Seattle for the entire time and just got back like 2012.
2: This was the hub. Yeah.
1: yeah. I used to live in Tacoma and I lived in Tacoma. Oh, nice. I was in the, I was on the Hilltops cause I, I lived 10 years in Portland. Oh, right and on. So I, we always go to Tacoma and, yeah. uh, and just over there in Vancouver.
0: I like Tacoma. It's pretty. I lived in Stillicum, which is right outside. Mm-hmm. I lived in the penitentiary for 18 months.
1: Damn. That's that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <Right>. She was telling <laughs> me,
0: I, I
2: didn't need right to like, right I was like,
1: right damn. <laughs> Hey, they did that. They did that show after her. Was it Orange Is the New Black? Oh, that's <laughs> right. yep. that's, that's if terrible.
0: only prison was like that, dude. <laughs> if only. But that's where I found God and did all the things, and it actually saved my life. I'm not really like a huge believer now, but it really opened my eyes to that we're created and that there's something bigger than ourselves. And I'm I'm grateful and I'm thankful for it. I got tattoos from that time period, but
2: so is it worse than Orange Is the New Black? It's boring.
0: It's so boring. Okay. Women's prison is more like a college dorm where it's just drama everywhere. And so I just worked a lot cause that's, I'm a workhorse anyway and I'm a big baller too. Cause that's what I do Damn. except for in cannabis. Cause if you're making money, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had a job that paid me a dollar seventy five an hour. There was like three of us that had it. Everybody else got thirty-five cents. But they taught me how to drive a forklift. So I was moving food, big old food crates out of trucks mm-hmm. for correctional industries. Yeah. And then when they took that job away from us and they gave it to the men right down the road, they sent me over to a warehouse where they were manufacturing furniture. And then I learned to drive forklifts and man lifts and power jacks and all the things and I was moving furniture around. And so I kept really busy and I didn't i I didn't like dive into all of the drama stuff i just had people coming to my door asking for noodles yeah I would think you it know? would
1: be the plug i mean you've been the, the <laughs> i would assume that you had the plug on all the food for yeah real? i
0: had the whole we, they gave us so this was a pre-release facility actually that they had sent me to outside of the prison it was on the grounds of a crazy hospital western state or i can't remember what it's called maybe you know it but it's it's in that area but it's a big hospital for crazy people And they had me in the kitchen and I was where they call it the scullery where I was working because that's where you wash all the dishes and stuff. And I loved it in there because I was once again, I was away from everybody. I didn't want to hang out with people. I just wanted to do my time and get out of there. Yeah. And I'm sitting here scraping chicken pans all night long for $1.75 an hour. But the fun part about it was is that right outside the doors, crazy people would walk by and we bum cigarettes off of them. (laughs) <laughs> and then we'd smoke the cigarettes. Somebody would distract the guard and take him halfway across the way, and then we would blow the cigarette smoke up the bottom of the dishwasher so that the air sucked it in and it would go straight up. And one time I burned the side of my arm on a chicken pan. I went s- just so I could go to the guard and have him take me halfway across the thing so that we'd go get a Band-Aid and everybody else could smoke.
1: Oh it was my just gosh! Stupid stuff. Yeah, damn.
0: Strip search
1: with it being a a women's prison and having male guards was there ever like issues with between the two
0: well i don't know uh issues but i know that my cellmate my roommate we only had the two of us in there even though it was a room for four they kind of gave us our own space because we were just kind of a different kind of people she was involved in a drive-by shooting when she was younger and got 10 years for just being in the back seat she was having relationships with one of the guards but i didn't really care like it was a nighttime thing. She was a nighttime porter, but that's why she was a nighttime porter.
2: Did anybody ever hit up on you? No,
0: no. Well, Thank you this about? <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah, nah. no. Well, because I had found God <laughs> at the like, time, I, and I, I had sacred space that <laughs> I, I didn't want like anybody in. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> That too. in my fingernails. in <laughs> so, my hair. Yeah, I, that
1: makes sense. So yeah. why did it, why did it take uh, prison to find God?
0: Uh, I don't know if it took it to find God, but it definitely happened while I was there. I think I just had a lot of influence and I was I was I was dead broke in my brain like I was at rock bottom and I needed a way to like communicate with my kids because I couldn't communicate with my kids because I had messed up so bad smoking meth and doing stupid shit that nobody really wanted to let me talk to my kids. And so that's a hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. when you're stuck in a place and you don't know how your kids are doing. You can't talk to them. You can't send them love. And I'm like, okay, well, if this God thing is real, then I should be able to send love to my kids regardless. And I felt like I was really doing it. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I was sitting in, so where it started was I was actually sitting in county jail and people apparently saw the, the look on my face of how I was feeling. Like I didn't bitch up or anything, you know what I mean? But you have a look on your face. And there she this lady came up to me and she's like, you know, when I'm feeling like how you're feeling, I read the Bible and it makes me feel better. And I'm like, willing to try anything at that point, right? I grew up Mormon. We hardly ever read the Bible. I love energy, I love crystals, I love all the things, but I was always told that it's of the devil and it's not good.
1: What's up everybody? This is your boy Dalton Jensen with the Thinking Project. You can catch the latest episodes of the podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all streaming platforms, but especially my website where you can stay up to date with content and sponsorships and catch the latest segment I'm offering called "The Bone to Pick, where I break down business news and my thoughts on everything that's going on uh, around that finance, accounting and business. So check us out, daltonkjensen.com and let's roll. And so I picked it up and I
0: was like, I liked it. It made me feel better. It made me think, it made me process things. And so even though I don't really jive with it now, I'm really grateful for it because it at least opened up my dead cold heart mm-hmm. because I didn't believe in nothing. I grew up really like, I know everybody's got their struggle and I had mine too as a child with sex abuse and mental abuse and all the things. But it really, it just helped me at the time. Damn. So I really value it, but I don't, I don't necessarily buy into it at this point because I, I have a lot of issue with it as well but I'll always give it that credit for at least opening me up to something greater than myself Mm -hmm. because myself, I'm not doing shit. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, if you say so, yes, I
0: wasn't mentally like I didn't have anything but myself. And all I do is, is destroy myself because that's what I was conditioned to do with my upbringing. And so having that at least brought me out of that space and gave me something to kind of like look forward to.
1: Have you ever read the Bible, Dre? Um, you know, low key, like when I went in bad neighborhoods, I keep a bottle on me just because nobody in the, in the bad neighborhood, nobody fucked with the guy with the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so like anytime I was in like North Portland, I would always have the, like the Bible on me. Anytime I would leave my, my grandma's house in Glendale, I'd always have like a Holy Bible. Okay. That I stole from a Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's stole the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> got me here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, yeah, that, yeah. So, how did you like? So, you're an advocate for cannabis, right? Yes. But coming from a, a substance abuse background, yes. How does that work with having marijuana? Because I would assume that, like, I mean, society tells us that if you do one, you're going to do the yeah, other, right? Yeah. Right.
0: It's a stigma, for sure. And I've always looked at it as a medicinal thing. Like I've smoked weed my whole life and it never did me wrong. Like it never made me cluck off all my stuff. It never sent me to prison. It never made me do any of the stuff that I did while I was in high speed chases, standoff with the SWAT teams, all kinds of stuff. I never did that on marijuana marijuana actually helped me discover who I really was and helped me meditate and just figure things out. And so there's a huge stigma in like the recovery community that if you use cannabis for pain or anxiety or anything like that, you're not clean and sober. And that's not okay because you really are. I feel like I'm clean and sober. I have a shot or I'll drink a little fizz or whatever every now and again, but like in my own mind, and that's the only thing that matters is your own recovery. And I, I want people to know that because there's a big group on Facebook with like 20,000 people where they're starting to talk about cannabis a lot more. And the admins are starting to get people med cards and stuff. And so there's a huge conflict in that group between what clean time is and what clean time isn't. And I've just always known it to be a very medicinal plant. And it's helped me through a ton of stuff. And I I never got sent to prison over weed. And so I just want to help people get out of that space. And I that's the reason why I want to do the expo. One of them is because... I'm getting kind of annoyed at my age. I'm 41. I've heard it a lot that it's a gateway drug. And it can be for some people and it always will be because those people were going down that path anyway. But it's not a gateway to death and destruction like what they've been telling us. It's a gateway to knowing yourself better and having better choices just come into your brain somehow. Like it's crazy. Like you just want to do better for yourself. Or at least you're not destroying yourself with something else while you're smoking weed or vaping weed because you have to vape it here yeah (laughs) you know so it's it's i love it it's it saved my life prison and weed saved my life
1: did you ever smoke weed in prison no so that's hard to do
0: no it's not hard you can get drugs just like anywhere else i just didn't want to lose my good time yeah i just want to get out of there smoking it wasn't worth it to me at the time
1: and and so how did this partnership work out like how did you and show call become a thing
3: well, I was working with uh, Shadi from MacLife Life Entertainment and we were planning on certain events and um, we we're actually working on the Baby Bash concert and uh, Tana tend to happen to be there for a meeting with Shadi and I just started to get to know more of the cannabis industry and what she did and I was like, oh man, Tana, we gotta click up, we, we gotta do something and probably like, what, a week later, we came up with an like a an idea just to try to do a cannabis event, but it ended up being bigger than what we expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's because so, you got me on the yeah. job, dog. Oh so, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, I, and I'm I'm definitely grateful for Tana and and what she does. You know what I mean? She's she's definitely on the ball when it comes down to um, communicating with the the rest of the vendors and and just being in the community uh, in the cannabis community. You know, educating people and and doing the right things that need to happen and. Educating me, you know, because without Tana, you know what I mean? This thing definitely would not never happened for sure.
1: So this is all an educational expo. Yes.
0: Yes. Kind of has to be. Kind of forced to do that for right now, but that's okay. Is we this have to play what, by the rules. Is this
1: not what you guys wanted?
0: I would like for it to be more of an open market in Utah. I would like everyone to have access to it, and I would like to normalize and decriminalize and I would love for people to come and do it and have a dab bar so that they can try different strains and see what works for them. Maybe not so much like the cheerleading stuff and the, you know, the stoner raw raw stuff which I love too, but in this state you can't do that. So you have to abide by certain regulations, certain Very rules. Nice. Yeah. So basically what we're we're doing is we're following the rules of the processors and the pharmacies like we're regulated to as a third party event holder, we are not regulated at all. But if we don't do this correctly, they're going to throw That's us the into name. law next year and they're going to regulate the shiz out of us. And so I would like to make it a little bit different, but I'm smart enough to know that we can't right now. It's got to be baby steps. Right. We really want families mm-hmm. to be able to come. And, and so and, and
3: not only that, but just by everybody that are, is not Mormon, or is not from here, and people coming in from California, Nevada, Arizona, and stuff like that, they don't know the laws and regulations of cannabis, just like me. I came from Las Vegas, and um, I thought I thought it was just being cool, you know, just to smoke weed, whatever, or whatnot, but there are rules and different technicalities of what has to happen within here in Utah. So me being educated by Tana You know, I want to also educate the people who don't know about the cannabis industry here. You know, so the only way you're going to change things is through education. You know what I mean? So, and the only way we're going to change laws, like I said, education. This
0: is a special state. You just have to act a special way to to get things moving in a forward motion. So we're willing to play that game so that we can just inch by inch by inch make it more normal for people to medicate with cannabis like it is normal to go and buy a six-pack. Right, because yeah. if people can do that, why they gotta have a doctor recommend to get cannabis? Come on.
1: Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Do you? Um, uh, this obviously can't be an easy thing. How long have you guys been working on this? About three months since now. July. Yeah. And oh. any roadblocks in? Oh man, <laughs> man,
0: I, Dre, I, That's I'm, why gonna I'm gonna a hot mess right today. Oh
3: my hell! <laughs> like all all the advertisement stuff, um, we've been blocked by Facebook, Instagram, Google Ads, you name it. Um, just, it's in our it's, laws
0: that we can't advertise a certain yeah. way.
3: So, I mean, just having the word cannabis, you know, it, it just, it, it's a red flag already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You
0: can't say get your med card here, but you can say, come and see us to feel better with the pot sign. Like, it's really weird. That yeah. is weird. And so we have a, a marketing roadblock like nobody understands. And so the fact that we're pulling this off is insanely it's awesome. Crazy. Because we're using all the platforms of people that are helping us, and that's the only thing we have to use. We don't get to do your normal Facebook stuff like he was saying Instagram stuff. We don't we can do billboards, but the problem is is that you put cannabis, Utah health and Wellness on a billboard. People go search that word. It blocks your search when you use that word on social yep. media. So how are they gonna find you? Yeah later yeah. on. So that's that's a roadblock.
1: Do you guys uh, do you have any issues? I mean, because you past, right? Does anybody look at your past and judge you based upon that with this?
0: They might. No one's really directly said it, but I've posted my story many times. I was just showing these guys in the car, the mug shots I showed them when I was uh, high on meth. Um, I tell my story often, and I think, it, I think it collects a little bit more respect, actually, because of how open about it I am. I don't hide from it because it saved my life. And if I can help anybody by telling that story, I will and I have and I continue to do that. And so if they want to throw mud at me for that, they'll look foolish yeah. because I'm doing big things.
1: Well, I think that you're you're unique in the fact that you've overcome um, something that a lot of people are going through right now. And you're right. doing it in a way that is taboo. Right. You know, and who, I mean, who 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 decides what's taboo and what's not right. 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 But in society like, like you were saying in those boards, right? Clean and sober means that you're not touching any substance, right? Right. It, that's a society's telling us that. Yes. But with you you being unique and being this unicorn, I think that's where it's even more powerful to tell your story and be like, yo, this is what I did. This is where I came from. You can do it too. You don't have yeah. to listen to yeah. this person, that person. Oh, if you, propaganda. If you want to smoke a little herb and get right, do it smartly.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. Multnomah County um, approached me about. I had to. It's ten years ago now. It was like twenty eleven. They they wanted to do a poster on meth abuse and the the progression, the quick progression that it has. And you guys saw the pictures. Like, wow, hello, yeah. That was like it. Don't even look like me. Uh-huh. And so I said, you can use my mugshots, but I I need you to put a picture of me right now to show people that there's hope. Don't just put me on blast as a tweaker. Yeah. You know what I mean. Don't show people. Oh, this is what it does to you. Show people this is what it does to you, but this is how it can end if you if you want it to. Just like we're talking about with the Delta 8 stuff right now where it's doom and gloom and people are like, oh, they're so unsafe, but they don't give people a safe option to run to. If D8 is the only thing that's helping you, and now you've got a whole entire community of people telling you that D8 is bad, which is a, a, a cannabinoid inside of the hemp plant or the marijuana plant that they pull out, but they can't pull out enough of it, so they have to synthesize it in ways, but there's other ways of doing it other than synthesizing it, and it's safe. The majority of the products are unsafe. Utah is actually making safe Delta 8 products. And so they're ranting and raving about the doom and gloom of D8, but they're not telling people that the products made here in our own backyard are actually incredibly safe. It's like the same stuff.
2: But they can't sell it here, right?
0: Yeah, they can sell it. They just can't sell uh, the vape carts. That's right. Yeah, but they can have D8 gummies right now.
1: But no flour?
0: Uh, We have flour, but no over-the-counter flour. You can have flour in the pharmacy, but you cannot purchase hemp flour in the state of utah you have to purchase it online so all the hemp farmers that grow smokable hemp flour can't even sell it here Mm. yeah
2: that's crazy huh
1: that is nuts i want to know how how the on the business side so like dragonfly has been up and running for what uh three years
0: since the beginning yeah so about two
1: two years yeah i want to know what that revenue looks like i want to know how they're doing i want to know how the other i think it's seven right because there's eight total right
0: right Right. They're doing awesome, actually. They have uh, really smart business people that run it. It's Sapa Investments. They own a lot of the restaurants around here. Um, They make, I'm sure, an incredible amount of money um, off of this product. They also put into the subsidy program, though. And the subsidy program was formulated and, and... a couple of organizations got together and Dragonfly was one of them and they set aside a substantial amount of money. I can't tell you the actual amount, but it was a very, very large amount of money set aside from their sales to start the subsidy program, which subsidizes med cards for people and medicine. So they give $150 per applicant that's approved in uh, cannabis medicine at whichever pharmacy they choose. And the subsidy program is what pays for it. So Dragonfly makes a lot of money But Dragonfly also is one of the only pharmacies, them and Wholesome Co., they do a lot of community outreach. And they put a lot of that money back into the community. And I really do think that they care about people.
1: I got the feeling from them. uh, Just their spokespersons. um, When I was working with uh, Quintessence one day, um, Dragonfly was there. And the the representatives, they were really nice people. Yeah, Yeah. they're great.
0: I worked at Quintessence for a year. I worked with Brock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've helped thousands of people get med cards and a lot of it was through Brock's clinic. Mm
1: -hmm. That's dope. Yeah. So does, um, the cannabis Utah, do you guys have any plans with doing some outreach uh, or are you already doing it for the community?
0: So we have a booth the, for Utah patients, and cannab- Utah patients for Cannabis and Natural Choices, UPCNC. They are helping us raise money for the subsidy program. Problem. They came up with a ton of gift baskets that they're going to raffle off. They have a few grow lights um, that you can use for whatever you want. <laughs> Nothing is being uh, pushed in that uh, regard. Uh, but just a couple of different ways that we're trying to mu- raise money for the subsidy program. But this is really like a blueprint expo. We really got to set the groundwork for this to happen year after year after year. We have a lot of vendors that have expressed that they are interested and then have backed out or, you know, whatever. We have a lot of people watching. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people watching to see how this turns out. And when we do this right, which we are, they're going to sign on next year and it'll give us a platform to give back that much more because that's definitely going to be part of it.
1: What's been the biggest success in this whole journey with getting this off the ground?
3: Just actually getting it started and, and finishing off you yeah, know, without us being shut down and stuff like that. Right, so, Cause of COVID, yeah, because of COVID, you mean? Yeah, because of COVID. Not only that, but just the city, the state alone, you know what I mean, is allowing us to do this and proceed. You know, um, it's, there's been a lot of red tape, but... You know, with Tana and I working together with the with all the vendors, the pharmacies, you know, to make things happen, you know, it's 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 remarkable.
0: One of the biggest things for me too is who signed on first, because we didn't have nothing if people didn't believe no. in this right off the jump.
3: And and you know, Dragon Dragonfly was one of the first people that was on board mm-hmm. from the from the jump. You know, they were they were so excited when we talked about health and wellness being brought into this whole whole thing and. They were like, yeah, we definitely want to be part of this. So um, when we had our first meeting with them and then we had a second meeting with the rest of the pharmacies, everybody was on board. They wanted to see this happen. They wanted to see the, uh, the cannabis industry grow. You know what I mean? So in order for that to grow, you know, and, and like we said, we got to start from the, from the foundation, which is pretty much educating people and getting into the right, right, right hands and, and right state of mind.
0: And it has to be an educational expo for the pharmacies to attend. And we wanted them to be able to attend because they're a big part of this whole thing. It's just a different world we live in here in Utah. It's a different planet on a planet. And so we have to, we have to position it like that in order for them to participate. And because we want them to participate, that's why it's more educational-based than anything. But educational-based is always going to be good because people come and get information and they're not scared. You ever gone to FitCon? I've gone to FitCon and I walked right the hell out because I was like, what the <laughs> shit? Everybody's wearing little tube tops and yeah. skinny shorts and skin tight yeah. shit. Go. Let's go. I'm like, I'm I there. know, right? <laughs> I know. I should have gone just for walking behind people, but it's it, it's intimidating if you're not in if you're looking to get into that, but then everybody looks like the end goal. You're like, ugh, you know? And we don't want cannabis to be like that either. We don't want root, root, rah, rah stuff, we want people to feel comfortable enough to come in and ask questions because it's a life-saving medicine. It's not just something to get high with. Right.
1: You know, I went to a dispensary in Vegas. Um I know you guys are familiar with it. Um, Planet 13? Planet 13, yeah. yes. And they do a really good job about doing that. I mean, in my experience, um, <laughs> I went in there and, you know, they check your ID and everything like that. They make sure you're good. And then you go into the back. And as I'm walking in, it I didn't smell no, no herb. I didn't smell... Anything like that? I, what I was expecting was like, yo, people sitting on the couch, <laughs> blazing up. It. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's this you know, like, uh, what's it, uh, Costco? They had the oh, Costco yeah. samples of like brownies. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, hey, come try yeah, it was Like Tani at a booth, like yo, hey, hey. Tani, Yeah, Tana But um, when I got there, it wasn't that. It was yo, um, you were approached by a representative. Hey, have you been here before? No, I haven't. Do you? Uh, are you familiar with uh? this that and the third it's like no right. i'm not would you like more information on this that and the third yes right. i will come over here
2: you know yeah. what that reminds me of like going into a, like a sprint store or like a, a cell phone store you know they come yeah. up to me yeah. like hey you need <laughs> exactly. help that's yeah right. yeah that's exactly
1: and they weren't approaching me because they thought i was stealing either so that was that's because
2: like, yeah. <laughs> you had your holy bible that's right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: So, but I mean, with Utah having so much red tape, did you guys ever think about going to Wyoming to go into like Idaho, somewhere on the border?
0: It's illegal in both those states. What is? So, CBD is actually still illegal in Idaho, and medical cannabis has not been approved in Wyoming. It's still illegal.
1: What about on a state
0: level? Wendover for sure. Yeah, just Nevada, um, they just so. <laughs> have all these cops that are always waiting. I mean, they'll send 20 state troopers on a week when they need to make some revenue and just watch people. And so I encourage people to watch what they're saying on the internet in these Facebook groups yeah. because they're watching, they, yeah, they know, watching. and they plan around what you guys are posting about. Like, let's be smart about it. At least we had an opportunity in the state for a whole year to be able to bring product back in from other States. But then they got rid of it and it actually it sucks because there were people that were relying on those products for their kids because we can only have certain products here in Utah. We have a guy that's called a product control board. It's one person and he doesn't even think that cannabis is a medicine. So that should tell you something.
1: How do you get that job? Then? He,
0: I don't know. I don't know politics. I don't know how it works. I'm trying to stay out of it and I'm, I keep getting sucked into it even further and <laughs> further. So I, I'm assuming Damn. I'm going to learn pretty dang quick.
1: Yeah, because I mean what you guys are doing pretty much is politics. You guys yes. are advocating something. I'm assuming that eventually you guys are trying to get things passed and yes. bills and yes.
2: Hey yo, you're probably listening to the Unrestricted Podcast with Dre Rocca. We are? No, they are. Yeah. Oh, right, right. right. Oh,
1: wow.
2: And I'm the real Ruby you can catch me and Fonzi and the, the, King, the funk. she daddy funk on uh Lake Talk It One podcast. Yeah, but I-, I think you have to come in more smoother, more funnier. Uh-huh. Like yeah, yeah, they could catch us on the Late Talk 801 podcast Yeah, y'all can catch us on the Late Talk 801 Aww. Yeah, and we'll be like, and yeah man, hey And they could catch people like me, the real Ruby And people like you, Fonzie And people like him, G Daddy Funk Wow, that's a On Late Talk of people. 801 Who cares?
1: <laughs> what did he say?
2: Huh? I didn't hear him I don't know, but Why? this probably should be the ad. Is
1: this, are these on? I don't know Catch
2: a new episode every Monday on all streaming platforms The Lake Talk 801. Tune
1: in now. So, I mean, you guys are into politics. Sort of. No, you are. are.
0: (laughs) 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 They're definitely watching. And you have to make good impressions if you want to make real good change for people. And it doesn't mean I necessarily agree with how things work. I'm just smart enough to understand how to play this game. Right? Mm. They're playing chess. Some people are playing checkers. That kind of thing. Like, I know how to play chess, dude. And I'm, I'm fully aware that like, I don't know what people kind of expected from Utah because it's Utah lawmakers like they don't know anything about cannabis. They had their hand forced with the farm bill, which legalized CBD and the federal government said they had to enact a program. And then right afterward, we had Prop 2 and they were forced that way, too. So uh, imagine our Utah people that had no intention of ever giving any of that stuff to us forced to do it, both of it in one year. Yeah. And I just don't know what people are expecting from them. So we have to give and take a little bit because you're convincing people that otherwise would never have given this program to us. Man. And so we're just trying to do our part on the regular people side.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just a promoter. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys have a,
1: have you guys got that, like that one, like uh, have you guys tried to get any type of like celebrity to be like, yo, I endorse this thing.
3: So right now we have crazy bone coming into the, the
1: Expo. And we got Weldon Angelos. Um, and also Weldon
3: Angelos, okay. who's going to be talking about his uh, Project Green, Mission, Project Mission Green. Yes. Um, f- talking about pardoning and stuff like that. And then um, we have Amy Fowler and JD from Wholesome cold going to be JD's talking JD's about-
0: a local celebrity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's the leafy lawyer, and yes. he's awesome, and he'll be speaking.
3: Yes, he'll be speaking on the uh, the rights, know your rights, to um, with Amy. And then we'll have, like, some Q&A stuff. So... But yeah, we have Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony coming in, and you know, going to be talking about some stuff and signing autographs and hanging out with some fans and stuff. So
1: that's dope. That's right. So you guys got uh, you guys got Crazy Bone. He's backing you guys up. Um, is he in, involved in like trying to yeah yeah very much so. Oh okay. Well, very he sells so. products. Yeah, he's so got he his does. own
0: THC products that he um, eventually would like to try to get into Utah. So he needs some connections in in that. Regard Because anything sold in Utah has to be made in Utah, Mm. not only made, but it has to be grown here, too. So that's how Khalifa Kush is here is because Trike is out in Tooele and they contracted with Khalifa to make all of his product. And so thankfully, it's here in Utah, because it's a good product. I like it. I, I got it on the streets once and was like, whoa the best shit i've ever smoked
3: in my <laughs> life.
0: i'm like why do i have such a big smile on my face it's awesome uh and i i'm gonna take credit for that i manifested khalifa kush because i'm like man if we could just get it here it's actually really good stuff so anyway it has he ha it has to be grown here and so he's got to make connections with growers and processors to be able to make his product but he has like a syrup that you it's like cough syrup so you can either like drink it straight out of the bottle or you can put it in sprite or like whatever
3: yeah, i um, think it's like a it's like lean right? a It's a milligrams. lot So It's pretty much like um, Like lean Yeah almost like lean But you it, know, ha- it, it has, has THC, THC in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh okay But
0: then it has to go so. through The product control board And they're the ones That are telling us We can have gummies But they have to be In a square shape It can't be a marijuana shape Or it's illegal It has to be in a cube
1: Why does it matter What shape it is It's going in my mouth And I'm eating it <laughs>
0: Because oh it, Exactly It,
3: appealed,
1: yeah. it appeals Who's to children Who's a big bone
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> <bowl. laughs>
2: Tana's about to start rapping right now oh,
0: I, could, I probably could too oh my gosh.
1: Tana, I'm on Tana one bone. today Tana Bone It's
0: Tana Kim dog
1: <laughs> When you said uh, When you said you were manifesting the Khalifa Kush I was thinking the same thing About Jack in the Box I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> like Come on Jack in the Don't box, tell me you
0: like here. their tacos Please do not tell me You like their tacos Wait why why I don't even think You're allowed to call those tacos bro like Why That's not? not. That's not a taco. Why not?
3: It's but it's the best greasy. It's
0: sitting in the heater. It's all. You know, all right. So, it? so anyway. I don't drink
2: anymore. But when I used to drink, those were the tacos to go get when yeah, you were hungry. Yeah, because
0: well, yeah, it's got a lot minute. of it's grease. Oh, I man. like the chicken sandwich though, and I dip it in ketchup because I'm a weirdo.
2: The but what? The ta- Wait, the what? The chicken
0: sandwich. <laughs> Just dip it in ketchup.
2: Damn, why don't you just ketchup?
0: Go, <laughs> Some prison stuff stuck, okay?
2: How old are you? St- <laughs> She's 41.
0: Yeah, he pays attention. No,
2: I know, but it's just a rhetorical <laughs> question. Like, how old are you?
1: <laughs> so, is, will there be I food know, right? at the expo? Yeah, yes. we'll
0: have a concession stand.
1: Any... Are they gonna... You can't, like... THC food type shit, right? Nah, no, that's that it. Happen?
0: That's still illegal here. So it's just trying to show that these types of things are okay and they're not going to harm people. And we, yeah, that would be great if we could have, you can't even put CBD in food and sell it. You have to kind of do it separate. Like a Jaeger bomb now, because mm-hmm. we can't have Jaeger bombs. You have to have the Red Bull and the They You Jager. have to be in cubes. <laughs> yeah, that would be the ice cubes. The ice cubes,
1: there
2: oh,
0: you go. Oh, I thought we had crazy bone, not ice cube. <laughs> uh,
1: right, right. Uh, hey, the, so um the, the expo center, what room are we in?
3: So we're in Hall D in the South Palace Convention Center. So, yeah, it's going to be great. 48,000 square feet.
0: We got 50 vendors. We got 52. 52, 52. 52. 52. 52 vendors. Yes. We've got seminars going on. We've got a food court. We've got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of room because of COVID, too. So there's a lot of room for people to walk and still have their
3: space.
1: So. What kind of vendors? What do we What are we expecting? So we're expecting from health and
3: wellness, um, nutrition, uh, cannabis industry. you name I mean, it.
0: I'll tell them. <laughs> so what we wanted to do was just show people other healthy options that they have that they might not be aware of. Not your generic like. One percent food and and all the things like we have an energy healer coming. We have a crystal shop coming to show you about energy and crystals. We have a cacao guy coming that shows you about natural cacao and how it's medicinal and it helps you open up your heart chakra and helps you feel gratitude when you can't generate it yourself. It's amazing.
1: I thought that was method, man.
2: Nah, you haven't seen a a, a last airbender? (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, you open up your chakras and yeah, all that. Yeah, I love
0: that movie. Actually, I wish they would have made a second one.
2: Oh yeah, the cartoon's better though.
1: Yeah, the cartoon. What are you talking yeah,
2: about?
0: Yeah, is it Ang or Ang? Aang. Aang. Aang you guys it's ang-
1: and you eat ketchup <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: only at midnight
1: uh anyway we're just we're just trying
0: to show people things that are outside of the box that are non-destructive to their body because cannabis is the star of the show because that's one destru- non-destructive way to help you heal yourself but there's so many other things out there that people are not aware of that it's worth a shot because look at the other choices we have, man. They want to shove pills down our throat, tell us that we have cancer when we don't, and that's been proven mm-hmm. that doctors all across the nation have told people they have cancer when they never did for a paycheck. It's pretty sad.
1: Damn. Um There's a chick in in, uh, in Wyoming. Her name's uh Rhonda, and she is a she's a um, a Chinese medicine doctor. She's studied this shit for decades and she does the um the shit where they put the the needle in you Acupuncture. Oh, yeah. Acupuncture That shit We tried to get one <laughs> she We does, weren't successful She does that shit She does um, A bunch of herbs And he, like she got this shit This formula down To where she's like Healing fucking uh, Not lupus But uh, what's the Lupus Not lupus Uh, Fibromyalgia like, Nah where it's not like Chicken pox But it's the other one oh, Shingles uh, uh, Shingles yeah. yeah Where she's like healing that Yeah Dang That's yeah, she, crazy
0: Shingles is, is rough Hell yeah I've it heard is. it's hella rough
1: She made this dog This dog was Couldn't walk She uh, spent, I think, like three months with this dog, and the dog ended up walking.
0: Heck, yeah. Chinese medicine has been used for over, what, 2,000 years that we've known about it? Centuries. So, and we tried to get that, but the stigma around cannabis is still looming, and that's another thing we want to show is we have a lot of eyeballs watching this, and a lot of it is outside people that have nothing to do with cannabis but have something to do with alternative, which I don't even like calling it that because it's our original medicines that were taken away from us. They're looking at this to see how this goes, to see what the environment's like before they join on. So next year's going to be twice as big, maybe even three times as big. Once we prove that this is not the smoke fest that people Everybody think that there. it is, like we are truly concerned about people's health and well being, not just the fact that they can, you know, get high, partake.
1: How do we? Make well, sure? I wasn't going to go there, but oh, yeah. partake. I,
0: I did. I get Sorry. How die. do we
1: make sure that doesn't happen? How do we make sure that people? We want to, like, obviously, people want to see this be successful. They're going to come respectful. They're not going to smoke on grounds. They're not going to do certain things. But how do we enforce that? How do we make sure that none of that happens?
0: I think we just set the tone. I I did hear that some people think that it's going to be a smoke fest. I I honestly don't know where that stemmed from because we've never positioned it to be something like that other than maybe, like, our crazy bone flyer with the smoke coming out of his mouth. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but it, it's we're gonna have signs in the in the front, and it'll just be very clear when people walk in. I hope yeah. that this is a Show different call. a different setting. I had to tone him down a lot. I promise, and yeah, it, I, I just had me. to kind of bring him back to he to
2: thought he was reality. He thought he, he was in Vegas still. That's I mean, why. You know what?
3: When I when I was thinking, you know, when you think about Bonfils and Harmony, you think about them. You know. Bus smokers only Bus yeah. smokers only You yeah. gotta remember that right So yeah. right. It's like <laughs> The weed song And stuff like that So I mean Cause we get The, to way, have fun. the way The way You know It played out in your it head It had to play out You know what I'm saying It's just like It, it has to have that bone thug feel But
1: Damn So how, about, how many flyers did you waste
3: Man We, we went through <laughs> maybe like Three four I'm not gonna lie Cause this is
1: probably like The fourth design I've seen Yes Yeah. Well, we tried to come up
0: with different designs to appeal to different crowds because this is a brand new thing. Nobody's ever done a a expo like this. We had a CBD expo a few years ago run for a couple of years, but it didn't include pharmacies and it didn't include alternative forms of healing and so this really is the first of its kind and so we wanted to we're we're practicing we want to see what's working what's not yeah um i I know some people got got turned away and shied away from that crazy bone flyer but then this one came out and those pharmacies were like shit yeah we can totally use that they put it on their counters they're putting it in the bags and so we just kind of have to appeal. we want everybody to come because this can help every single human this is not just a, a a one crowd fits all type thing like cannabis can literally help anybody anybody even my own mother yeah that that threatened to send me to rehab when I was 16 when she found a pipe in my pocket and always treated me like the black sheep because I liked cannabis I wasn't a bad kid I never was I was just work played ball and went to school like I don't know what her problem was but she ended up having to medicate with for her cancer and it helped heal her and now she's got a totally different view on it and so anybody Anybody can use this and I want to help anybody use this. That's why I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics on my Facebook because I don't want to shy anybody away. Not that I care what they, what they care about, what I think, but I just, I want to help people that need help. Yeah. And I help them from themselves sometimes too.
1: Yeah. I think it's just about being open-minded. I did notice that there's no people of color on your flyer though. He made the flyer. What's up with all the white people on there? <laughs> hey
3: man, you, you gotta—it's
1: Utah.
3: The funny
1: thing is, is that he went—he went super extreme with crazy bones, <laughs> yeah. and then he was like, "No, go nah, back white, over here." <laughs> white people are gonna sell it. Well,
2: you know what? One question that I had because is yeah. um, the first flyer—it it, yes. it, kind of did seem like it was, there was going to be artists performing and and just like it was like a, a hip hop concert yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Um, can it you, took
1: your shit off. It
2: took my shit off right there. My face is not on this one. Now, anyway, it's all good. No, no. My question is, if you guys could clarify why would you guys remove the uh, the artist from uh, from performing, because I got, I got yeah. a lot of questions from that. A lot oh, of artists yeah. hit me okay. like, "Hey, yeah, what yeah. happened?"
3: So, so when we were when we we're thinking about doing this, we were gonna have DJs, artists, you know, and that was more of we we were kind of like going towards the recreational feel, and we wanted to keep it educational based. So. Dropping the, the DJs, dropping the, the bands and stuff like that, we wanted to focus on the education, you know. So um, I, I think just keeping it educational based, It, it was it, that was the reason why.
0: Well, we also lost access yeah. to what we were planning. And so we ended up having to move the seminars into the expo floor. And so it was hard to come up with a flow, if you will, to have performers and DJs and then also the seminars, because we've had so many people kind of one foot in, one foot out, one foot in, one foot out. And we're constantly having to make adjustments. And I think we've done really well with making those adjustments with this being the first time and people getting cold feet and all the things. Um, we were told that we weren't going to have any other shows that were in the building. And then the dinosaur exhibit Mm -hmm. moved in as well and bought up all the space. Mm -hmm. And so we're just like, okay, we have to constantly adjust. And so the space is pretty big, but there's no way to have music and performers and DJs at the same time as having the seminars. And because we had already set up the seminars with pro high profile people where we didn't want to back out on that. So we had to bring it into the expo floor and make a decision on whether or not we wanted entertainment or we wanted people to learn.
3: And then mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you know, the, the state required that the pharmacies can't go into an event that's recreational. They have to stay educational based. So mm. as far as us being a third party, um, we're we're not we're not liable to go within that those those um, guidelines. But because of the pharmacies, we respect the pharmacies and we respect the the wishes of the inner wishes of the the state and what their regulations are so we're playing like Tana said we're playing the game you know gotcha. so it
0: would suck if we had an event man and they added more regulation of pharmacies because we messed it up for them yeah we want yeah. them to be able to participate they can't advertise they can but it's it's weird like it's just they have like billboards and stuff but it says like statewide delivery Wholesome Co it doesn't say what they actually do that kind of thing, so we just don't want to put anybody in a bad st- bad spot and had to make choices
1: the whole thing as you're saying this I'm learning all this um it, it seems like a lot of work it seems like a lot of effort for something it, it has to be passion this yeah, has to be it, passion it's for been us. a
3: three months of sleepless nights you know what I'm saying' like you, we, we've been working grinding morning night. You know, you name it. We both were working regular
0: jobs the first half. Like, we're not, this is not something that's going to pay us an exorbitant amount of money. This is something that we know we're building a foundation. And if we make money, cool. But if we don't, we're doing big things and we're keeping the steam going for Utah. You know, just keeping the program alive. Because COVID killed a lot of it. And I've done, like, these tiny little cannabis events with, like, 20 vendors and little little things here and there. But if something needs to happen where this doesn't fizzle out and the momentum doesn't shift... Like, people still need to have a voice and still need to keep carrying on and and making sure that these messages are being carried across to our lawmakers. And without things like this happening, it just doesn't happen.
1: Are you doing anything virtually? Like, what if somebody doesn't feel comfortable coming here?
0: Yeah, you have – don't we have a cameraman that's going to do live? Or if we don't have that, we are all on our platforms doing lives and stuff.
3: Lake Talk
1: is going to be doing
3: spotlights as well on their podcast. Um, We have uh, certain people – that's going to be there doing also spotlights as well and uh camera crews and stuff like that. So yeah,
0: And we definitely need to involve our high risk community a lot more because they have always reached out every time I do an event like, Hey, I can't come to this, but how can I participate? So we're always kind of, I'm kind of tossing around how we can make that happen, but it's just like baby steps. And you that's know, it's where, a matter of money.
1: That's where I'm coming from is that the, the patient that can really benefit from this probably can't come to this.
0: Right. Yeah. You're absolutely so we right. We need
1: to figure out a way to tap into that patient because it's not public is not safe for them right now.
0: Right. 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 So next year, too, I'm thinking of putting together the gift bags, the same ones that we're handing out in the beginning of the show to the first hundred people, possibly setting aside another hundred with samples from every vendor so that we can deliver them or have maybe deliver them to the pharmacies and, and high risk patients can come pick them up there so that they at least can come and get the samples so they can experience new products, something that might help for them. They can obviously watch it on Facebook Live. I'm like a Facebook Live whore. Um, And anybody that's coming is following me.
1: Are you sick of podcasts that just interview people with the same questions and gossiping nonsense? Are you tired of hearing about what's wrong with the world? Can you locate your nearest orphanage? Who cooked the last supper? R.I.P. Mr. Potato Head. Seppuku Harakiri.
3: Where is Mavis Beacon? Beacon?
1: This is Hoss. And this is Hoss Beefy. Listen to the Beans and Rice podcast.
3: Exclusively in Braille and all streaming platforms. Patent pending. That's in general. And that's another thing. Um, we're working on trying to maybe do a stream, a live stream, for people to purchase tickets online and then they can watch it on, on They won't on the have stream. to
0: purchase tickets online. I'll butt heads with them on that one.
1: I think I think that there's uh, a greater opportunity virtually I mean now you don't have to fly crazy bone out here you could save that whatever thousand dollars and now he could just pop in go to the link and give his speech and now you're having a seminar with this dude crazy bone this person the the lawyer leaf guy whoever that is and from the comfort of your home
0: yeah and there's stuff going on that that like a wholesome co has a cannabis night school Mm. that they do, uh, where they have guests on from the community that they talk about certain things. And I was on a podcast of theirs with JD, the leafy lawyer. And we're talking about know your rights and and that kind of stuff. So a lot of these companies are trying to do a lot of virtual stuff for sure, because we know people are stuck at home. We know they are not traveling out and about still. Um, this is really for the people that want to get out of the house, aren't really concerned with a whole lot. Um, but we definitely need to include everybody. And figure out a way to do it. Yes.
1: Are we know. are we entering on the east side or the south side of the uh, Salt Palace?
0: So you're gonna enter in from the south side, but the venue itself is on the east or is on the west side. Once you get in, so you'll just come in through the south side, through the doors, past the dinosaur expo, and then make your way through. And we're on in D row.
1: Can you guys get a dinosaur? <laughs> man, I'm hoping I want to get That'd one of so those. You
3: know those those blow up dinosaur things. Yeah, you can wanna, walk. Yeah, man, I, <laughs> Man, I got you. Can go. have,
1: you can have the smoke coming out the
3: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we're we'll walking back and say you last one.
1: <laughs> so you got you got to tap into the Lake Talk 801 because it sounds like you guys are about to get some stuff. You better. It's, we're not going to be waiting a week to to see these things, right? Nah, nah.
2: We're actually, we're going to go live that day, and and I'm working on something. You know, I'm saying
1: just for that day, exactly. And if not, if
2: worst comes to worst, it'll just you know what I'm saying they will probably come out the next day or Monday, like always. So yeah, that's that's what it is. Why are you putting me on the spot, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dog! Damn,
0: it's okay. Is it new for you to be doing something like that? It is. It's all new it is. for all of us, yeah. man. Just,
2: yeah, definitely. Nobody it's it's very new that. for me. So, um, but I'm excited, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're all excited. We're going to have merch. Uh, we have a bunch of little games that we're going to be doing going around, like you said, shining yeah. uh, you know some light on uh, different vendors. And yeah, you know that that's the works. The whole the whole nine yards.
1: Oops. That's what's up. Yeah. So when we come on the thirtieth, what should we expect?
0: Ex- bring your backpack. If you're not the first hundred in the door, definitely bring your backpack because yes. we have samples galore. Yeah, like, it says
1: free CBD samples here. Yeah. 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 So and then, we have
0: Vibe brand gum coming. We yeah. have uh, the Millie drink coming. It's like a little D8 shot with, from Aegis Labs. Yeah. Um, we have a ton of stuff. I can't even think of it off the top so of my head. So if,
3: if you are the first 100 people, you'll get also a swag bag too. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, health and wellness. And then you just go around and fill bag. up your
0: fill oh. up your samples. and. Yep find out about the strains and talk to pharmacists, which I think a lot of people are gonna to come to do because it is intimidating to go into a pharmacy, what they're called here, and not have anybody greet you and kind of help you. And so your story, it can translate over to Utah, but it's a pharmacist that you actually talk to. And the state actually requires you to meet with the pharmacist the first time. And so it's nice to be, we're gonna have pharmacists here so that people can come in and ask, ask questions and not feel like they have to buy anything mm-hmm. um, in order to ask those questions. Cause that's a lot of what it is too is like, CBD products are super expensive and it's hella expensive to tr- to try them to figure out what's going on. And you're talking about 80 to, to 120 bucks a pop. Mm. And so it's nice to be able to come in and gather all those samples from people and then try them and talk to them later or talk to the pharmacies and see what their opinions are before you go and get your med card, which is an insane amount of money here, which I do want to change. Um, and they are changing in legislation. So everybody be ready for that. Uh, that's what, people, that's what people can expect is to come in and ask questions and not not feel a push move to buy stuff. There will be things for purchase. Most of our CBD store owners are awesome, though. They just want to have you pick out what's best for you or what you feel like is best for you. And so it's like not a push move to buy anything. Like, they'll answer question after question all day long and let you walk away and come back later type stuff. And that's, yeah. I think, half the problem. is It's so intimidating for people to even ask about, especially yeah. in Utah where it's like keeping up with the Joneses type shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I worked a... a Uh, the Lehigh Farmers Market, I did a medical cannabis booth there for three months because the organizer of that event said she kept getting asked about cannabis and she needed somebody there and people would like putts over to my table and they were like look and then they hurry and walk away and then they come back you see him walking by again and then they hurry up and take a flyer and then they walk off and I'm like y'all know here in Utah County you guys have the biggest card count in the state right like you don't need to hide Man. but there's people that just feel uncomfortable coming and asking so we're trying to provide an environment where they're comfortable, they're comfortable. to come and Not ask you.
1: Man, is it um for CBD Is there is are you guys um, catering to just humans or is there animal products? No, there's actually
3: a pet, um, yeah, healthy pet. Yes, they they will be there. Yep, with pet products as, as as well as for a vendor.
0: CBD is amazing for animals, and you need a little teeny teeny tiny bit. Like you don't even need as much as you need for humans. Like I'm trying to, I'm talking about like a tiny little drop, the lowest CBD count you can get. You don't have to get sold on these high ass CBD counts. Although you can, you can go somewhere for, and get that. For your pets. For yes. your pets. Yeah. Yeah, and it does amazing things. There's a hemp farmer up in Logan, uh, count Logan, that's Cache County, um, that specifically grew hemp plants so that he could turn it into products for his animals. He rescues dogs. He's a veteran, and he rescues dogs that are out of control and nobody wants. And Damn. he gives them CBD and saves their life. That's badass. The state also made him mow over his entire crop last year.
1: Whoa. Damn. Why?
0: And left him with nothing because it, it tested hot. Had a little bit too high of a THC count by the time they came out and tested it.
1: Holy shit.
0: Mind you, at the time, the, the state did not have equipment that was actually calibrated correctly. They're being sued over it because a lot of the tests came back hot when it wasn't. Wow. So that's a thing.
2: I keep telling Tana she needs to write a book, bro. She knows <laughs> she has stories for days, bro. Like, and they're crazy ass stories. I I was tripping out when she was telling that's uh, some stories. Which
0: one? The high-speed chase or the SWAT uh, uh, team standoff?
2: Uh, all of them. All <laughs> of them. Just all of them. Yeah, they're nuts.
0: Yeah. I've lived a hell of a life, man. Like, I just like helping people now and keeping chill and
1: that's what's minding up. my business. So why why stay in Utah?
0: My family's here. I originally came back because it was my only option after what happened with my house. I needed support, but I could only tolerate things for so long at my folks' house. I just moved out and got a job, moved out, and lived on air mattresses and stuff for a while. But uh, this is where they're planted, and so that's this is where I'm planted. And I also have children now with someone here in Utah, so I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I have twins now. Twins? But,
2: yeah. Nice.
0: <laughs> 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 they say it gets easier, and I'm not believing it at all. Either.
1: What does your guys' family think about what you guys are doing?
3: Um, my wife and kids, they support it. I mean, you know, it's the first time, like, my first concert here in Utah, they, were, they supported it this is our second event here in Utah, you know, and it's like they're 100% behind me, you know, whatever decisions I make, you know, as far as a promoter and doing what we do, you know, it's like they're always going to be there, you know, so, yeah.
0: Mine's about it. It's whatever. My little sister came to my last little tiny thing, and that was really, really sweet of her, but my, my family honestly could really give a shit.
1: Damn. Is that tough to move forward knowing that or do you just don't worry about your family support?
0: I have family like I have my brother. He lives with me and he's a good support system. Um, But everybody else like they're just kind of in their own lane, doing their own manipulative thing. And I kind of I have to separate myself from toxicity. And so I moved here to be close to my family. But it didn't really work out as a utopian idea that I thought it would be. Um, Everybody struggles and everybody's really um, toxic. So I just kind of have to separate from them and and do my own thing. But
1: you're
3: good.
0: I'm all right. Yeah, family is what you make it anyway.
3: Exactly. Blood you, all,
1: it's yeah. What do you guys see this uh, in in the next five years?
3: Hopefully, laws changing. People are educated, you know, and and just open to the word cannabis. You know, these people are scared of the word cannabis. You mention cannabis anywhere. They they're they're turning their heads, you know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, even when trying to advertise, have, pass a flyer out, you know, and say, "Hey, this is an educational event. You should come to this." They're, nah, I'm not. I'm good. Nah, nah. It's like half and to half to. here, so, though. Yeah. I, mean, I have
0: people honking with my stickers on the back of my car. and they'll, <laughs> they'll wave at me and stuff. But yeah. yeah, for the majority, we just want to normalize it, like it's a normal thing, and that people have better healthy options. Just really get that message out because they don't have to run to the family practitioner every time. If they kind of take a self-account of what's going on, they might even be able to figure out what's going on without without everything that they shove down our throat that kills us.
1: So how does this work? When we want a bill pass, it, does it take nothing but votes? Like when Prop 2 passed, was it just because of votes? Or is it somebody because, somebody that's like in the Senate?
0: That was because of votes, but also because of the the Senate. So the votes matter to get it passed, but then you have legislators that are able to either let it go through and pass it, pass it, or kick it back and say, no, this needs work, or no, go fuck off, which is basically what they, they said until uh, Utah Patient Coalition got involved.
1: Have They're, you guys sat down with legislators?
0: Uh, I will be this week on a few issues, and then I've been asked to kind of head up a hemp association also and so that that will be a thing um uh yes i'm i'm being strong armed into doing it <laughs> i don't really want to do it i do want to do it but i don't want to do it but i realize that i'm kind of one of the only people that can so i probably should but i don't really like politics to be honest um i don't know it be- i don't like it because i don't know it i'm really intelligent when it's things that i want to learn about but like politics i'm just like eh.
2: and are you high when you go uh, when you go meet with these people,
0: I don't medicate during the day. No. Okay. Cause I'm so go, go, go all the time. It's a, it's, I usually, I have a medical condition, but I generally use it to just relax at night. I have a pain condition when I do the dishes, my back hurts. So I have my med card. Nice. Um, but I generally use it to just kick back and chill. Uh, use a little bit of hope and cannabis together to kind of get my mind right.
2: I so. need to start using those type of uh, <laughs> those type of terms. Yeah. Medicate. Medicate. Do you medicate before or after?
0: Well, yeah, if you think about it, it's kind of medicating for everybody, whether you think it is or not.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think that's a great term to yeah. to use instead of getting high. Do you get high yeah. or do you medicate?
1: I don't do either. I no? I just am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I have a headache,
2: <laughs> I I medicate with gotcha. Tylenol, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, Advil. That's the devil. I, I, <laughs> that's the devil. Uh, that's the devil. I <laughs>
1: stay
0: that. Just so, a way to help normalize, dude.
1: That. Do you guys have a website or something where we can uh, find out more?
3: Yes, if you go to newmotionproductions.com, you can find all the information on the expo.
0: As N U for New MotionProductions.com.
3: Yeah, why would you do N U? Man, I, I just I wanted to be different. He likes <laughs> to you be know, difficult. Yeah, I just he wanted something just, new. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I everybody would be like, "New?" No, it just sounded whack.
1: <laughs> you know. Do You have so, any other hip hop shows that you that you're working on?
3: Um, actually, we got a couple of shows for next year after this because everything's going to be going off um for the winter time. But starting in April, we got a uh, uh, Easter egg hunt for the kids actually as as a matter of fact um november 13th we have a toy drive for the kids and all that toy all those donations will be going to um redwood elementary high school i mean high school Uh, redwood elementary (laughs) sorry but yeah and then after that um we got a car show we're working on a quinceanera expo if y'all don't know what a quinceanera is it's pretty much like a 15, uh, oh, sweet, sweet 16, 16 yeah. for 15 year olds. But, um, we got the kids expo. Um, we also have uh, the independent music conference that we're working on. So, we got a couple of things
1: lined up. So, how can people get involved? I mean, it sounds like there's a wide spectrum of different events to,
3: yeah. New Motion does put a lot of events in motion, <laughs> you know, yeah. first time type stuff like this cannabis expo. Sorry, <clears throat> this cannabis expo. Um, They just pretty much hit us on Facebook or on our website or, you know, and just pretty much ask about the events that's coming up.
1: Dope. Well, uh, what's what's the socials? Where can we follow you guys? Mm -hmm. I'm a Facebook queen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have a Facebook group that you can find. Excuse me. I have a Facebook group that you can find. It's called Utah Cannabis United, but you have to search Utah United and it'll pop up or just tonicking because I get a lot of people that just watch there. Um, If they want to go on Instagram, it's UT Cannabis United and there's a bunch of dorky stuff you can watch too. So, Um, and then I have a link tree there if you want tickets to the expo. If you don't remember that new motion is NU.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are, your guys' dynamics funny. <laughs> yeah, it is
3: cool.
1: It's cool. I like it. But yeah,
3: so New Motion Productions, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, also Google us if you want. That's N U
1: M O T I O N Productions.com
2: I always have Ruby uh uh what's it called spell that?
1: I know he, yeah, he's the one that always does the plug. Yep. Except he didn't know the hours of operation. So can you guys officially tell us what hours of operation are? <laughs> All right, so it's
0: changed. We're sorry. Yeah. It's just yes. it's one of those adjustments that so we've had to Originally
3: today. we were gonna do from eight to ten, but now No, don't ne- say
0: any other times other than what but it is. It's <laughs> from ten to six. So
3: okay. yeah, ten to six. Ten is, to six. Ten to six is, is the ten to six. That's what the it time. is. Okay. Be there three, if you
0: want to see Crazy Bone three o'clock be there at two o'clock if you want to see Weldon talk be there at 11 o'clock if you want to learn about your cannabis industry in utah or your
1: hemp industry in utah
2: three o'clock for crazy bone and if you want the and if you want the goodies be there the first 100
1: yes Yes. do you need to register to be the first 100 or just first just show up they
0: literally will hand out the bags until they're gone
1: yep awesome okay re-entry Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: people will need to go medicate if they vape or anything uh, combustive-wise. So they'll need to go outside to be able to do that. Awesome. Yeah, so they can come back in and out because we know patients are going to come and they'll need to medicate. But there's really not a – we can't have smoking inside because it's the salt palace.
1: Please, please, please be respectful of this event. If you're somebody that does medicate, do like they say. Go outside. Go around the corner. Go somewhere off of the premises. The last thing you want is to fuck up this dope opportunity for – um, for the future for for our our city, really. Yes, yep. yes. thank you. Yep. Um, and Lake Tahoe one's going to be in the building. So Fonzie,
2: yes, I'll be there, and mm-hmm. we'll be there. <laughs> well, where, what else do you want? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where can people follow you? Where oh, can man. people so, find the Lake Talk 801? So you
2: could go uh, on Instagram. We're, <laughs> we're at uh, the Lake Talk 801. And uh, we're working on our, uh, what's it called? Our page, our website page. So it's going to be thelaketalk801.com. And I've been working on it for a while now, but uh, it's coming soon. But anyways, we'll be there uh, on October 30th. So, yeah.
1: If you have a hard time finding uh, Fonzie or the Lake Talk 801, just go on to my website, allrock.com, A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. They're underneath the the Friends of the Show tab on the website. Um, I appreciate you guys coming through. Hey,
0: Thanks for having us. Sorry, I, hopefully I
1: didn't bore you, young lady. <laughs> 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 Dre Rock, uh, D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A, and y'all have the day you deserve. We out. Peace.
2: Thanks.